Hey guys, welcome to today's podcast. We are going to pick up at Romans chapter 13 as we continue our quest through the New Testament, chapter by chapter and verse by verse. I believe that is the way, excuse me, that God would have us to read his word. Um, And I want to say something. I hope that you either are or have developed a habit in your life of reading God's word. It is 110% necessary in your health as a Christian. Um, Just like you eat three meals a day to feed your physical body, you have to ingest the Word of God to sustain your spirit. So I want to encourage you to do that daily. Set that time aside um, to, to read God's Word and to study His Word because that is how we show ourselves approved to God. Um. God calls us, and then I believe we get we, we move ourselves from call to chosen status by studying God's Word and showing ourselves as faithful um, stewards. So verse or chapter 13, verse 1 in the book of Romans. Everyone must submit to governing authorities, for all authority comes from God. And those in positions of authority have been placed there by God. So anyone who rebels against authority is rebelling against what God has instituted. And they will be punished. For the authorities do not strike fear in people who are doing right, but in those who are doing wrong. Would you like to live without fear of the authorities? Well then, do what is right, and they will honor you. So I want to talk about... Romans 13 right here, it's, it's, when it talks about governing authorities, it's talking about police. Uh, it's talking about people who have been put in a position to govern the rule of law. Um, we, as Americans, we, we believe in law. Um, law is what protects um, and provides safety. So when it talks about governing authorities, many people... We'll relate this to church and all types of different things. That's out of context. That's not the context Paul was talking about here. Um, he is speaking directly to um, people who protect the law. Um, so it's important that you understand that context here. Um, but as far as, you know, and also too, I wanted to, to make mention of governing authorities in the sense of, you know, there is the federal level, supreme level, state level, you know, in government and politics and all that stuff. But that that's not in regards to to what scripture is speaking of here, because I could show you several other places where it says that it is better to obey God than it is man. And um, as a believer, you may be put in a position um, to where you have to honor God, especially in today's world. Um, for instance, if you don't believe um, in homosexuality, you know, then you have a, a choice to marry or not marry. You, you don't have to, you know, um, surrender your beliefs um, if it violates your conscience. But what we do have to do is uphold the rule of law. Um, do not steal. You know, do, do not speed. Those, those types of things. Um, and if we do what is right, we don't have to worry is basically what Scripture is teaching us. But, but police and, and those types of things govern the law. So reading on verse 4, the authorities are God's servants. They're sent for your good. 
Um, but if you are doing wrong, of course you should be afraid, for they have the power to punish you. They are God's servants, sent for the very purpose of punishing those who do what is wrong. Um, you know, and, and to say law enforcement has to be sworn in to serve and protect, that's their duty. Um, verse 5, so you must submit to them, not only to avoid punishment, but to keep a clear conscience. Uh, verse 6, pay your taxes too. For these same reasons, for government workers need to be paid. Um, they are serving God in what they do. Give to everyone what you owe them. Pay your taxes and government fees to those who collect them and give the respect and honor to those who are in authority. So I love that that Romans 13 talks about, you know, we, we talk about backing the blue. Um, and this that's exactly what scripture is doing here. And in Romans chapter 13, it's back in the blue. You know, it supports law enforcement um, because without law enforcement, uh, without lawless, you know, with lawlessness, our country will fall apart. And we're seeing that actually happen, um, especially in California and different parts of America, um, because, you know, they have defunded the police. Um, therefore, you know, and, and, you know, I, I myself personally have broken the law many times and I have been in and out of jail many times. Um, but that's because of my own stupidity, you know, and, and like the scripture says, if you do what's right, you don't have to fear. Um, well, I spent a lot of my life doing what was wrong and I had to fear. Well, I didn't a whole lot, which I probably should have, which was even more stupid on my part. But, you know, so going on to verse eight, it's going to shift gears here. Owe nothing to anyone except for your obligation to love one another. If you love your neighbor, you will fulfill the requirements of God's law. For the commandments say, you must not commit adultery. You must not murder. You must not steal. You must not covet. These and other such commandments are summed up in this one commandment. Love your neighbor as yourself. Love does no wrong to others, so love fulfills the requirements of God's law. So he basically explains a few of the, the Ten Commandments there. But he says, listen, if you truly love your neighbor, you're not going to look at his wife. Or, you know, if you're a woman, you're not going to look at uh, someone's husband with lust because you love them. And you understand that that they're, that's their partner. That's not your partner to look at or, you know even cross those boundaries. So love is the key. Um, verse 11, this is all the more urgent for you know how late it is. Time is running out. Wake up for our salvation is nearer now than when we first believed. The night is almost gone. The day of salvation will soon be here. So remove your dark deeds like dirty clothes, and put on the shining armor of living right. I love that verse. That's great. Um, great analogy, too, of, of the darkness is running out. And every day that passes by is closer and closer to the climax uh, that's leading to salvation. Eternal life that is promised through Jesus Christ, our Lord, is near. It's at the door. You know, and you can... I'll give you a great analogy. It's like, you know, each day you, you work, say you work eight to four schedule. Okay. You, you start work at eight o'clock, but as the day goes on, you get closer to four o'clock, you get off work and you're free. 
You know, and that's the same, that's a symbol of what's happening in our world. Our world is passing away. Darkness is coming to a climax, which represents Jesus Christ stepping in um, to the picture and um, helping his believers. Um, Verse 13, because we belong to the day, we must live decent lives for all to see. Don't participate in the darkness of wild parties, drunkenness, sexual promiscuity, and immoral living, or in quarreling, or jealousy. Verse 14, instead, close yourself with the presence of the Lord Jesus, and don't let yourself think about ways to indulge your evil desires. Guys, this is important. It talks about a taking off, you know, taking off of these certain things, um, and it gives the clothes, it uses clothes as an analogy. You know, no one takes your clothes off for you. No one's going to do it. God is not going to force you to change your life. He's not going to do that because he loves you. He gave you free will. He gives you choice. He will never violate your choice um, because that's not true freedom. That's what, what freedom is, is choice. And you choose, you know, and... So what, what scripture is telling us here is to take certain things off. Take off wild, crazy living, um, which I've done. Take off drunkenness, which I've done. Um, you know, it's important that there's, that's the transformation of Jesus Christ. Um, immoral living, sexual immorality. The Bible teaches that should not even be found, not even a hint of it. No lust, no pornography. That should not be a part of a believer's life whatsoever. There's no ifs, ands, or buts here. It's it's clear cut right here. And it says, instead, clothe yourself with the presence of the Lord Jesus. So listen, guys. You align your life, your affections, your heart on Jesus Christ. And as you have that centered, when you get your priorities right, and Christ becomes the center of your heart and your life, and you put him on the throne, the saddle of your heart, your mind, you you start to read scripture, and, and God will give you the desire to read scripture. You stay in it, you know, and it may take months. All of a sudden, you start to understand, and Christ really takes up residence in your life, and, and all of a sudden, the transformation in your life begins to take place. And you understand that you are clothing yourself with the presence of Jesus Christ. And it says, don't let yourself think about ways to indulge your evil desires. You know, ways you indulge your evil desires, which is very hard in American culture. Very hard. Because if you're just following the ways of this world and the way it teaches you, and if you're not taking control, grabbing the reins of your life, feeding yourself your information, cutting off outside um, influences such as social media. You have to limit all that and you have to take initiative and feed yourself. I feed myself the word of God. I, I dictate my life. I don't let, I don't let the world around me tell me who I'm going to be. I decide that. Um, and we have to do the same things. Otherwise, our evil desires are going to get the best of us. Because I'm telling you, culture around us, American culture is all about get what you want. Get it now. Get it how. Whatever you like, do it. Whatever truth is, you define it. It's up to you. You do whatever in the world you want. And it's seeking out pleasure and fulfillment and materialism and all these different things. And it's empty. 
How is it that in American society, we have access to every single thing we want? We are at an all-time high for mental health. We're, I mean, people cheat on their wives, husbands. I mean, just all looking for the next fix and trying to fill that hole in their heart that only the presence of the Lord Jesus Christ can fill. Listen, I am a prime example. I have done it all. I have done drugs, alcohol. I have sought sex, women, money, achievement. I've sought it all out and I was still depressed, empty, longing for the Lord to touch my life and he did it. Um, Even while yet not even being a believer or centered on him at all, but he did that for me. And I wanna encourage you with the words. Um, Jesus said, in this world, you will have troubles. But if you're in me, you can have joy because I have overcome the world. So God bless you today and thank you for tuning in.